Hi there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a business podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, and I'm a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business. I've been in the event industry and am wildly passionate about education for small businesses and teaching others through the mistakes we've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Alrighty, welcome in to another episode of The Render Podcast. I am so pumped that you are here listening to this episode, and let me tell you, this one is probably one of my favorite core values that we're talking about in this first series of all of our core values. Me as an Enneagram 3 and the CEO of our company, I just dang it love this podcast episode. It talks about being better than yesterday and being achievers and being growth-minded and all of that. And so me, like I said, as an Enneagram 3, is super pumped about this episode. Man, if you are an Enneagram 3 as well, or if you are looking for something to motivate you or get you going on the next best thing, then grab a pen, grab a notebook. You might want to write some of this down or maybe screenshot, maybe something that you have heard during this episode And I would love for you to share it with us so that if there's something specific that I say and talk about today, that you can screenshot that, tell me what it is that you loved about it, and then either send it to us or post it on your Instagram and tag at the render podcast so that I know to create more content around that idea. So are you ready? Get out your notebook, get out your pen. If you are driving and listening to this, please don't do that. I don't want you to get in an accident or anything like that. So um, maybe mark this and come back to it or something. But all of that aside, let's dive in. Are you ready? This is the third core value of our company. And like I said, I love it. So let's read it from the very top and then we'll break it apart. And I'll tell you a little bit about each sentence and why it is so important to us as a company. So here it is better than yesterday. We are growth-minded. We believe that our only competition is who we were yesterday. We get excited about connecting and serving with those in our community and creating margin in the lives of our team. Gosh, that is so good. So good. I hope that you resonate with something in this episode. So let's break it apart a little bit further. So the first line says, we are growth-minded. What exactly does that mean? If you are not an Enneagram 3, if you're not a high achiever or not as motivated as maybe myself, then growth-minded might sound a little silly. It might sound a little different than what you are typically used to. And so let's break that apart a little bit. There is a book called Mindset, and it's by Carol Dweck. She wrote this book. It is a really great read. However, I will say that it might be a longer read for you because it just you know, you have to think and you have to process everything that she says because it's so dang good. So you might have to read it over a few months or maybe over a month and just read it every day. But all of that aside, she wrote an incredible book called Mindset. Again, that's by Carol Dweck. And in it, she talks about the two different mindsets that everybody has. And caveat, little you know, foreshadowing of the book, she says that every single person on this earth have a little bit of growth mindset and a little bit of fixed mindset. 
And so we have to be able to realize that and know that, you know, there's different seasons and different ways of life and different times of life that we might lean into either a growth mindset or a fixed mindset a little bit more. And so being recognizing of that is a great thing. But let's break those two things apart a little bit here. So the first one is growth mindset. What exactly does that mean? Well, we think that that means, and not necessarily what we think, but just generally, a growth mindset is one that is optimistic and thinking of any situation that might happen and thinking the best of that information, thinking the best of that situation and turning it around for the good, for the better, and saying, you know what? this stinking COVID-19 thing going on right now, that is really sucky. But you know what? I'm going to push forward and I'm going to push past that. And so that would be what a growth mindset is. Or maybe it is a big move that just happened. Maybe you just moved either across the city or across the state or across the country or across, across the world. Gosh, anywhere. And that is maybe something that's a little bit difficult. And so when you move, you either dive into a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And so I think both are important in almost every season because a growth mindset helps us overachieve, helps us think optimistically and think the best in things. However, a fixed mindset might be able to see some of the roadblocks or the barriers or your blind sides of a situation and keep you back a little bit so that you can be cautious of those things. So a fixed mindset is all about thinking, you know what, what got me here is also going to get me there. And what I have done all my life or how we've always done something is how we always will continue to do something. That is more of a fixed mindset. And sometimes that's really great. I mean, if something works for you and um, it's really good, then keep doing it. Maybe that's awesome and that's really good. And sometimes you need to have a little fixed mindset in there and think, you know what, maybe I can tweak something a little bit. Maybe I can switch gears and do something a little different and pivot. Um, I know that if you're anything like me during the season, that word pivot or, um, you know, unforeseen circumstance or unknown times or things like that, man, it drives me a little crazy because it's so prevalent right now in real time when I'm recording this episode and when you're, if you're listening to it on the day of launch, you know that that is a very prevalent thing. Um, So it's a little silly, but you know, when we have a fixed mindset, sometimes we need a little bit of that uh, growth mindset in it. And when we have that growth mindset, sometimes we need a little bit of that fixed mindset to protect us and to look at our blind sides and look at things that might throw us off a little bit to help us anticipate things that will throw us off and things that will be in our way of being fully dived into that growth mindset. So the sentence of we are growth minded means we are going to strive for that growth. Man, we are going to really lean in to growing and making our business and who we are as people better than we were yesterday. But there is a caveat that the rest of our core values do lean into somewhat of a fixed mindset and do protect us that, um, you know, when we say that we choose joy, man, we're going to choose joy even when it feels impossible. And when we talk about our community oriented, gosh dang, we are going to really talk about being community oriented and stay growth minded in that. And so 
we do lean more towards the growth-minded. Gosh, 95% of our being is growth-minded. However, I will say that on my team, I do have a very, very healthy balance of growth-minded people and growth-minded with a little bit of a fixed-minded types of people. Both are incredible and both are so, so needed so that we um, are not making mistakes and we are not having to, um, you know, go back and fix something. And so we have those people on our teams that when, like, for example, for myself, I'm such a visionary and I'm such that kind of person who says, let's do this. And I have an idea. Let's do this. And, you know, this would be cool. And this would be cool. And let's keep, you know, making big strides and big moves for our company. And then I have people on my team which are so needed that say, hey, let's pump the brakes on that just for a second because this is something that you may not have considered that could either harm the company that we already have or could throw us off in the future. So let's dive into that a little bit more, break it apart and see what the intention behind that idea is. And maybe we can shift that or alter it in some way that is more beneficial for the existing company and so on and so forth. So I think it's important, so, so important to have growth minded uh, mindset at the forefront of your business, having some of that fixed mindset just to look at your blind sides and look at those things that might throw you off. So I hope that makes sense. The next line, it says, we believe that our only competition is who we were yesterday. Gosh, dang, that's so true. That's so true. We only think our competition is who we are yesterday or two weeks ago or six months ago or two years ago. We don't look at the other rental companies and say, you know what? I want to be like that. I want to be of their size or I want to have that much inventory or I want, you know, this, that, and the other. We say, you know what? That's great. And it works for them, for their clientele and for their, you know, where they're at in their company and where they're at in the nation or the world. But here in Dallas, Texas, for beautiful event rentals, man, we look at who we were a month ago and we say, okay, that was great. And we were doing really good there, but how can we make that better? Or we say, hey, two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was, gosh, we did 500 events. How awesome. It was so cool. It was so great and a whirlwind, but let's take maybe a different approach. Maybe let's do 200 events or 300 events, but raise the average contract size and make a little bit more. So we look at our past and we look at who we were as a company, either in the recent past or the more distant past and say, okay, who we, who were we then? What were the good things about that? And let's expand on that. Let's look at that and see how we can make it better or make it more efficient or make it to where there is more of a margin in both our lives personally and our finances and then our lives here at work. So how can we be the most efficient and still do what we are set out to do and still have our core values in mind, in the back of our mind? So we believe that our only competition is who we were yesterday. I know that you likely have heard the little term or phrase saying that community over competition. I think that comes out from the Rising Tide Society. And that is such a great little phrase because it really leans into that community-oriented core value that we talked about in the last episode. And it really leans into, hey, let's be friends with each other. Let's 
um, communicate with each other and go out to drinks with each other and not look at each other being competition, but looking at each other as actual human people and actual people who we want to be friends with and that we want to communicate with. So take that as you wish. I think the phrase community over competition is so great and it really speaks to who we are as a company because we do believe that our competition is not the people next to us or not the people um, above us or further along than us, but our competition is us. Our competition is looking at who we were and how can we make that so much more better and more efficient and just a streamlined business. So that's what that means. The next sentence is a little bit long and it's two parts. So I'm going to read the first part. It says, we get excited about connecting and serving with those in our community. So we'll talk about this in a um, later episode that has one of our other core values. But we really, really love to give back and to serve with our people and with our company. What does that look like? Well, we talked about in community oriented. We'll talk about it in servant leadership as well. But we love leaning into our community. We love leaning in to ways that we can connect and serve, whether that means with our finances or whether that means with our resources, meaning our inventory or with our floral or anything like that. But we love, love, love connecting, truly connecting, not just like an email here and there, but truly connecting with our audience, truly connecting with our community truly connecting with our team internally. So we love to serve and give back as much as humanly possible. So that is what we love about this core value. And it says with those who are in our community, and that is one, you who is listening to this episode, but it's also our team. It's also our network of people that we've networked with and really dived into like our NACE community and our NACE family and ILEA and MPI and and all of the associations that we have really come alongside and helped them, but also in return, they've helped us. They've given us a sense of community and a sense of ownership over who we are as a company. And so, man, we love leaning into our community and leaning into you and our team internally. I think it's so important that you don't lose sight of first and foremost, your team. Every morning I write in my Start Today journal, It's a journal that Rachel Hollis and her company has put together and sold for many, many years. And what the journal is, is it it tells you or it encourages you to write down five things that you are grateful for. And then it has you map out for your 10 dreams and your 10 goals of the things that you want to achieve, but you write it as if it's already happened. That's the key. You write it as if it's already happened. So you don't say, I want to be debt-free, you say, I am 100% debt-free. And so the more that you tell yourself that that is true, the more you'll be motivated to actually do it. That's the mindset behind it. And so I have something that I write in my journal every single day. And this is it. It says, I deeply care about my team, first and foremost, in my community. That is so true. So, so true. And I know you might be wondering, what about your family? What about your kids? Well, they come before that. My first one is I am an exceptional wife. And my second one is I'm extremely close with each of my kids. Then my third one on there says, I deeply care about my team and my community. 
because it's so important. It's so important that you think about your team first. And you also might be listening to this and say, hey, you know what? I don't actually have a team. I am a solopreneur or I don't have a team yet or um, wherever you're at in your business. This doesn't necessarily mean people on your payroll. I just want you to be sure of that. It doesn't necessarily mean people who are on your daily and weekly and biweekly payroll. This is anyone who does anything for your business. This is your high school guys that you might hire in to do deliveries for you. This might be your custom wood shop who makes pieces for you or your inventory sources, people who actually provide you inventory. So that's also part of your team. My team is not only the five employees that I pay on my payroll and the eight other contractors that I have work for me. The My team is also my contractors that I hire to make me inventory. It's also the people that I rent trucks from when I need extra trucks. It's also the people who take photos for us for our inventory photos. Man, that's a part of our team too. Those are the people that make us look great. Those are the people that actually help us do what we do. And so those are a part of our team as well. Whether they're on my payroll or not, they're a part of the team. And so I want to make sure that those people are so deeply cared about and really feel valued with our team and with our company. So that's what that means. The second part of this says, and creating margin in the lives of our team. So to remind you, we get excited about, first one was connecting and serving. Second one is we get excited about creating margin in the lives of our team. And most people would sing, most people would think, well, does that mean the margin outside of work? Does that mean the amount of time that they're working compared to the time that they are spending with their families or kids or husbands or wives or anything like that? No, that is not the only reason. However, it's very important that they do have that margin. But this is also talking about margin in the business and when they are working for uh, the business and working at the business. Creating margin for them means, hey, you love and you're passionate about this thing. So let's give you more opportunities to lean into that and to really dive into the margin in that position and what you love to do. But knowing that there is also likely some tasks that you don't love doing. In fact, there are tasks that I don't love doing, but I still do them anyways because I have to. And so creating margin in the things that I really love and really am am passionate about, which is one, this podcast and talking to you, I love doing that. That is something I'm very passionate about and I love educating and um, really leaning into that. However, I still have to do payroll. I still have to pay bills. I still have to do the things of the business that I don't necessarily love doing. It's not what I wake up and I say, you know what? I'm so excited to do bills today. No, that doesn't happen. Nobody ever says that. Well, maybe if you're an accountant or something and you're passionate about numbers, then maybe. But typically, if you are listening to this and you're creative, you are so passionate about the things that you create, whether it be education like this or whether it be, you know, rentals for an event or flowers and you're arranging, or maybe it's taking photos of things that you're really passionate as a photographer, or maybe it is uh, designing a venue or doing interior design or really anything that you are so, so dang passionate about. And then marrying that with, you know, there are some mundane things that we have to do 
in our positions, whether you like them or not. And so what we love to do is create margin between those two things. We like to create margin between, hey, you really love this. You really dive into this. But, you know, there is some other tests that you do have to do. So creating margin in the lives of our team, that, and then paired with the margin in um, how they show up and how they show up with their family and lean into that. And so we want to make sure that they are not thinking about work and doing work 24-7. We want them to have a little break. We want them to say, you know what? I love my job. It is so incredible and so needed. But you know, when I go home, I need to be with my family and I need to do this. And we talked a little bit about that in the very first episode, talking about Slack and the channel that we have there to help create that margin. And so we reiterate it here saying that we want to create margin in the lives of our team, both at work, but also in their home life. So that's it. That's the the core value for today. Better than yesterday. I'll read it from the top again. Um, just to close this out, it says we are growth minded. We believe that our only competition is who we were yesterday. We get excited about connecting and serving with those in our community and creating margin in the lives of our team. All right, I hope that you resonated with something in this episode. Man, it was so great to talk all about it, and I feel so jazzed about it. I feel so excited to then now go and do something even more creative and do something um, to further my growth mindset and my creative visionary mindset. And so I hope that you feel the same. I hope this has encouraged you to some sort and that you're ready to go move mountains and make differences and do something that you are so passionate about with also keeping in mind that there is margin in every single life. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've taken one thing of value from this or more. Always think about more. But if you've taken something from this and you really, really loved what we're talking about, then I would love and encourage you to screenshot this episode and point out what specific time mark during this episode that you really loved, that you really took something away from so that I can go back and look at that and create more content around that specific piece. Gosh, that would be so incredible if I saw a flood of different things that come in. So you can either email that to us at hello at beautifuleventrentals.com or you can screenshot it and tag us at The Render Podcast on Instagram. Either one is great. I would love to connect with you outside of this podcast, outside of this platform, either on Apple or Spotify or wherever you are listening to this. And so please connect with us on Instagram. We would love that. One reminder before we wrap up and say goodbye for today, I want you to help us out by subscribing to this podcast. Every time that you subscribe to a podcast, it lets that carrier know that, you know, this is really great content and this is something that other people might want. And so when people in the future go to search the Render Podcast, it will come up first as long as we have people who are passionate about it and really love learning from us. So if you can subscribe, there's a purple button or a green button at the very top of this episode and you should be able to click that and subscribe. That also reminds you when we drop a new episode. And if you don't really want those notifications on your phone, you can mute the notifications, but it still puts it in your library every time that we put an episode out. I also want to encourage you, if you like something from this episode or like something from any episode, honestly, if you can go and write us a review, I believe that you can only do it on Apple Podcasts. 
However, I'm not very confident in that. It might be also on Spotify, but there is a little purple button at the very bottom of our podcast and it says write a review and you will just be able to write a review and tell other people who are listening to this podcast why you love it so much and dang, that would help us so much so much. All right. There is a reminder that I want to tell you every Wednesday that we drop an episode at 10 a.m. We go live every Wednesday that we drop an episode at 8 a.m. At 10 a.m. on our Instagram, we go live every single Wednesday. Reminder, 10 a.m. live on Instagram, 8 a.m episode drops on Wednesdays every single stinking Wednesday. So we want to see you on our Instagram at The Render Podcast at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. We will be bringing on guests who are also podcast guests on that podcast for that day to talk with you live so that you can hear them, see them, and put a name with a face. So I'm so excited to see you there and having you here listening in today. I hope you have a fantastic week and a fantastic rest of your day and you feel a little bit more encouraged and ready to go move mountains yourself. All right, guys, have a great day. See you later.